told you. Or then again, maybe I'm the collateral damage. It is important to notice tonight that Jesus condemns the Pharisees for not doing the right thing, though they knew the right thing to do. Today, we know Jesus teaches us that we will find him in the ones around us who are in need. Yet, we hesitate to embrace our needy like Pharisees. We can allow self-concern, self-comfort, and self righteousness to create arguments in our heads that stifle the urgings of the Holy Spirit to serve. Isolated from the troubles of others, reliant on our own strength, which is an illusion, We want to maintain our separateness, an opportunity to actually help someone like CSA, for instance, comes along and we can all too readily allow it to pass by without our participation. Maybe, maybe we figure taking care of ourselves is enough. After all, if everyone just did that, our world would be okay, right? But what the Pharisees and we must remember is we are created to be connected to one another. We're created for it. We are meant to live in community as community by God's design. All right. That's kind of heavy. But here's a brain test. This will be fun. Um, you might need your calculators on your phones unless you're really, really smart, like John. Joanne, get your calculator out. A brain test. Here we go. See if you can do this. Think of a number in your head. Don't call it out. Think of a number from 1 to 10. Now multiply that number that you thought of by 9. If the number you get is a two-digit number, then add those two digits together. You keeping up? Okay. Now, subtract five. Got it? Now, determine which letter of the alphabet corresponds to the number you ended up with. For example, one is A, 
two is B, so on. Take your number, figure out what letter you get. I'll give you a second. Got it? Joanne? Think of a country that starts with that letter. First country comes to mind. Got it? Remember the last letter of the name of that country. Now, think of the name of an animal that starts with that letter. Now, remember the last letter in the name of that animal. Got it, Joanne? Now, we're almost done. Think of the name of a fruit that starts with that letter. Got it? How many of you all right now are thinking of a kangaroo in Denmark eating an orange? There you go. There you go. What's the point of that? Besides being really cool, the point of that is that our minds work similarly. Similarly, Human minds just do. That's not magic. That's just the way our minds are made. As Catholics, we share a vision of what God wills for us, God's dream for us, rooted in our common story, a story where God was not content to simply create us, lose us to sin, and then remain distant. Rather, a story where God chooses to make himself as vulnerable as a newborn baby and take on our humanity, our neediness, our death. Why? So God in Jesus Christ can draw close and embrace us. Kind of like this little baby in this picture I came across some time ago. If you can see it, good. If not, I'll describe it to you. But basically, this is a picture of a couple of prematurely born babies. They're sisters, actually. This was many years ago. And they were born, and the picture is basically one of the little sisters with her arm around the other. That's it. But it makes me think of a line from Scripture. And you shall name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. We look at this picture 
of two baby sisters, and we see God's love for each one of us. We see God's vision for community among us. And we see God's summons to each of us to take care of one another. Here's the actual story behind that picture. It's from an article entitled, The Rescuing Hug. The details of the first week of life of this set of twin girls. Apparently, each were in their respective incubators after being born prematurely, and one was not expected to live. A hospital nurse fought against hospital rules at the time and placed the babies in one incubator together. And when they were placed together, the healthier of the two, Kiri, threw her arm over her sister, Brielle, in an enduring embrace. That's what that is a picture of, that moment. The smaller baby's heart rate stabilized and her temperature rose to normal and her life was saved. This story, like our salvation story, reminds us that we are created to live for one another, not just ourselves for we are incomplete alone. Here's one more, I think, providential detail of the twins' story that went unnoticed. Wasn't noticed in the article, but I noticed it. Probably because you, you have to know Greek to catch it. I don't know Greek, but I've been to enough masses where we use a little Greek, that I can recognize that Kiri, the name of the sister who put her arm around her needy sister, in Greek means Lord. Coincidence? Or could God be telling us something today about how he wants us to draw close to the hurting around us. Through us. Let those who have eyes to see, see. Let those who have ears to hear, hear. Hear.